tranquility interrupted today as basketball's biggest stars come out to play. An NBA classic featuring eight dream teamers in a dream game. The world's greatest athletes are showcased in the 43rd annual NBA All-Star Game. The NBA All-Star Game, for the first time, hosted by the capital city of Utah. The Delta Center, a sellout of 20,000 fans to witness the 43rd NBA All-Star Classic. Now introducing your host, Nate and Brandon. Yeah! <laughs> Everybody's probably coming into this episode thinking, wait a minute, how do they already have the sounds of the All-Star game? It's the sounds of 30 years ago when we had it for the first time in the last time. For the first time in forever. (laughs) That's beautiful. I think we need a full version of that. (laughs) That's all I know. Well, guys, today is the first day of the all-star break and it's only fitting we're a utah podcast that talks about utah things we have to talk about what's coming up this weekend and also a little bit about the all-star game from 30 years ago just a few years ago let's do some let's do some history what year were you, what year were you born i was born in 1992 <laughs> so the nba actually nothing was on my radar at all so you vividly remembered this experience this game i was maybe three months yeah three months old three four months old well i was 13 years and one month old when this (laughs) went down it happened on february 21st of 1993 at the delta center arena here in salt lake city not going to be the delta center this year because barely gonna miss it right? i know that seems unfortunate that they didn't get it before then that would have been cool do you know who the mvps mvp was well oh, i think i just gave it away you mean the joint mvp the joint mvps was there any home cooking there i don't know Nah, couldn't be carmelo and john stockton co-mvps the national anthem was sung by a very popular group back then still is today i guess boys to men there was 19,459 people in attendance for the All-Star Game. I'm sure there was a lot more people there for the activities. And it was on NBC and TNT, like it always is. So um, that year, the dunk competition was won by Harold Miner from the Miami Heat. And the three-point shootout was won by Mark Price from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Very nice. Those are usually the big highlights that we usually want to know, right? Because usually when it comes down to the All-Star Weekend, outside of being in your hometown and going to all the activities, but the things you usually watch on TV are dunk contest, the All-Star Game. Sometimes the celebrity game's fun to watch. If there's good celebrities in it. If there's good celebrities or good comedians, usually. It's the comedians that usually make it fun to watch because they're funny. Right. Right. And then every once in a while, the skills challenge can be fun. And the three point contest. I would say, so if you ranked them, it's probably 
dunk contest is usually number one to watch, right? And then the three-point contest. And the All-Star game in general is just not as exciting as it could be. And before it got too commercial, the NBA, Mm -hmm. I thought the All-Star games were a little bit more competitive. But now that these players are making so much ridiculous amounts of money, they obviously don't want to get hurt. So it's more of a exhibition what would you call it it's not even that it's just a goof around game where the score is pretty are, high pretty high scoring because there's no defense zero right. defense because you don't want to get hurt you don't want to get hurt but and they maybe if it's a close game they'll start playing for the last three minutes right they'll start taking it a little bit seriously but yeah it's still kind of fun to watch them basically play street ball for a couple hours with no defense. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever even watched a full All-Star game. They've never really been... I've always wanted to watch the celebrity game if there was cool celebrities playing, but... Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't think yeah, it's I'm what pretty, it used to be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the 1993 All-Star game is the only one I watched all the way through because it was here in Utah. And but, you know what? Do you know who won the game? I mean, you have to know. I'm, if, I'm guessing that was the West. So yeah, the West won 135 to 132. So that's almost like a normal score in a basketball game to show you how things have changed. Now the score is usually like what? 170. The 170. <laughs> so it's definitely not as competitive. I. What are your thoughts on, I don't think MLB does this anymore, but Major League Baseball to make the All-Star game more relevant Whoever, whatever league won the game, then that league got home field advantage for the World mm. Series. Do you think that's a good idea or a bad idea for them to do for the NBA? I think they should do something to make it meaningful. Yeah. I mean, there's still the clout that they get from it, and I think they care a little bit, but you're well, right. Maybe them making so much money and there's nothing on the line, what's the incentive and I do enjoy um, the NHL just had their all-star weekend two weeks ago. And they changed their format as well to where they do. I think each division has their all-stars play three on three hockey with a goalie. Mm-hmm. So it's really fast, really quick. And they're really quick games um, compared to a regular game. And that's fun because it's, it's faster. It's exciting to watch. And you can tell that they want to win, right? Because there's four teams in there. So just human nature, you want to be the winner. So I wonder if they did something like that, where they maybe did like a three-on-three three Yeah, three-on-three, three, that's what I was going to say. Or something like that. Um, somehow we should get, uh, what's his name? Who does a three-on-three three league? Is that Ice, Ice Cube? Cube. Yeah. Ice Cube. Maybe he should do some joint venture with the NBA to do that for the All-Star Weekend to make it more exciting. Or just so that it's like competitive because it is kind of kind of like watching preseason basketball. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, any All Star game really doesn't matter. But it's just fun for bragging rights to. But now the NBA does it completely different, right? Where you don't even really play with the East and the West. Mm, yeah, they've got team captains. Yeah, and then you kind of do a draft. Um, watching some pregame of the Jazz last night. I can't remember his name. That's one of the announcers said, you know, he played in the NBA and he's like, 
like because of social media and the way you can just contact people so easily now and be in contact with people. So you can be friends with people outside of your state really easily, right? Like your best friends and you can do video chats like we're doing right now. So it was like really hard to stay in contact with people or get to know people. So he's like, man, like the East and the West hated each other, like, cause they didn't really know each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said the all-star game was, was pretty, pretty intense and pretty cause that East hated the West and the West hated the East. So they would go battle, but now everybody in the NBA is like friends. Yeah. So, there's not enough bad blood in the NBA. Like there used yeah, to be. Yeah. I mean, we have a few fights here and there, but there's, there's a select few. Here but and there, not, but you know, it's not like it used to be. But the days of Dennis Rodman and Runner Test are gone, and Carmelo and Ebeling people in the face, stuff like that. It's just gone. So my question is: was was the Stockton Malone joint MVP merited? Did they do a really good job in the game, or was it just because it was in Utah? Because <sighs> I'm sure watching... they both. They both. I mean, they're both all stars and they're both great players. So it's not like it's not a surprise. It, yeah but i also think it was just uh what would you say to please a fan pleaser type thing yeah so is laurie marketing gonna win mvp this year um probably not but i also wonder too if who was i asking the other day if the game was not held here in utah would he be on the all-star roster he's definitely all-star worthy it just feels like well yeah well they need to out of respect i think for the house city right they have to have an all-star from the team to give fans you know to so care. people will go <laughs> and care um but i just feel like utah even though you have an all-star like for example donovan mitchell like the respect they get outside of utah it's is different than if they were at a bigger market team so um it just seems harder for somebody on the utah jazz to make the all-star roster than it is outside of utah but right. i mean you, i mean john stockton and carmel and you couldn't deny them because they were always top of the league yeah i would suggest that people go back and even if you just watch the first couple minutes of the all-star game from 1983 it's just such a different time you've got it was Magic Johnson's first year out of the league. So he was kind of hosting. And they're talking about it was Shaquille O'Neal's rookie season. Yeah, can you believe that? I was just going to say and that. He was with the Magic. First All Star game for yeah. Jack. They're speculating if he would win the MVP or if it was going to be Michael Jordan. And I, I mean, I didn't watch basketball. I, I know a lot of the names and the players, but as they're going through some of the players on the East, I'm like, I don't know who these people are. You really? Okay, so here's the starters. That's what matters the most, right? Those are going to be the most popular. You had Isaiah Thomas at point guard. Do you hear who that him. is? Yeah. Okay. Michael Jordan. Do you know who that is? Um, do you name. hear Michael Jordan's going to donate $10 million to make a wish? I did see that. On his birthday in a couple of days. Um, Scotty Pippen. Do you know who Larry Johnson is? I know the name, yes. His grandma's name what his nickname was. Shaquille O'Neal. And those were the starters. Another one you probably, well, two people you probably recognize. Um, Patrick Ewing mm-hmm. was the, the on Knicks. reserves and Dominic Wilkins, Wilkins, who was also drafted by the Jazz. But anyways. And then and on the starters, Shrimp too. Wasn't he on the East? Yeah. 
I know the name. He was. I was just looking for big names. Um, didn't know you knew him. And then you got John Stockton in the West, starting point guard, Clyde Drexler, the Glide Drexler, Charles Barkley, Carmelone, David Robinson, and then Tim Hardway, Sean Kemp, Danny Manning, Olajuwon. Elijah, of course. So a lot of the, it's here. I mean, here's kind of a point case of like you know, I knew everybody in the West, but the East I didn't know as much. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's what I was thinking. The same thing is they're going through the East. I'm like, I don't know a lot of these people, but you know, the the big ones they stand out. They're still, even if you were a baby during that time, you still know the names and the impact they had on the game. And that was Sean Kemp's first year too. Holy crap. It's been so long. Oh, well. Well, and I'm you... glad we're doing an episode to make you feel old. Old, Brandon. Appreciate it. Sorry. It was not my intent. I was going to say, you you were obviously alive and aware of what was going on. You I didn't sure go was. to the All-Star game. No. But you did get to participate in at least one event that I know of. I did. I think we talked about this on our previous episode, but for those of you who did don't we? listen, um, I think so. I thought we did. I went to the stay in school jam that they used to do the Saturday morning prior to the all-star game. So oh, you did talk a little before. bit about it. Yeah, that's right. Um, from what I remember, you had to, I think it was perfect attendance and or certain grade. I I don't remember what it was. I'm pretty sure it was perfect attendance, but I was able to get my ticket and I remember going to the middle school to get on the bus to head down there. And the staying school jam was basically just kind of like a kid's show Saturday morning where they, they had a lot of like singers that came in. I can't remember. I think we looked this up, right? The people who performed Ooh. and you can watch it on YouTube. It looks like maybe you're in it. Oh yeah. Ahmad Rashad was one of the hosts, but anywho, um, and one of the big things that as a kid that we loved um, about the Stain School Jam was the mascot slam dunk contest. Mm, that's awesome. And it, the Charlotte Hornets cheated every year, in our opinion, as kids, 13. Well, they did it for a few years, so preteen years, because he would just come out instead of having like the big Hornet mascot that has the big, what would you even call it? Costume mascot costume. He just would wear a morse suit and they got to jump off the trampoline, right? To do their dunk. And so he's very, um, he's not restricted in this big costume. So he could do anything a normal person without a costume on could do just wearing a morse suit. Um, so it made it look, more spectacular than everyone else so we would always get super frustrated with cheating yeah we call it cheating but it was a good activity it was fun a lot of like um celebrities were there some music artists played some stuff i can't remember who was there um should have looked this up before we or watched it but if you go to youtube you can google it and you can watch it for yourself watch that the all-star game any of the things you want shout out to my cousin she still has her ticket from that event 
she saved it. She's, it's crazy to think that it was that long ago, right? I know. And crazy that it's taken that long for it to come back to Utah. There's not, well, how many teams are in the NBA? 32? Like seven. Is that 32 good teams? That sounds right. Okay, so I mean, I guess it makes sense that it's been 30 years and it's finally back. Does that mean we're going to have to wait another 30 years before it comes back again? Well, maybe since they're changing the name of the Delta Center, they'll come flying back. Very funny. No, that'd be cool. I think you're probably in the same boat. It feels like it's the most important thing going on right now in Utah. And I keep seeing reports of we're going to break records in the airport, how many people are here, because you got the President's Day weekend and then the All-Star weekend. But there's going to be some cool people in town, lots of cool events. Isn't it, is it Vin Diesel that's going to be doing the draft or something? Oh, I have no idea. I think Vin Diesel's doing it. Is he going to do it as Groot? I mean, I hope so. I mean, big, big missed opportunity if he isn't. Yeah, you got Jewel, Post Malone, and Vin Diesel will all be present at the All-Star game. I don't know what... Vin Diesel's connection is to Utah, but I'm not mad about it. He's a cool guy. But Post Malone obviously lives here. Jules from here. So that's pretty cool. And we're not going to the game. We don't have tickets. We're not millionaires. But I think we're going to try and check out some activities this weekend, mostly from the free list. And <laughs> thought maybe it'd be worth going through what some of them are. What I think we hope to do is maybe check out some things. There's some sightings of some former jazz men, things like that. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step -step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step -step guide to starting your podcast today. Well, the biggest thing that they keep talking about on the news is the return of Jam Session. Yeah, what's that? No idea. <laughs> um, well, it's similar to the Super Bowl's NFL experience. Oh, okay. The jam session was an NBA theme park set up in the All-Star Game host city where interactive events, according to the Houston Chronicle. Some of those interactive experiences allowed fans to try their hand at the same three-point shots and slam dunks their favorite NBA, NBA players make. So basically, you can go down there and experience the all-star weekend okay without breaking the bank i did find the list here is that the grit rail gem or is that something different i think that's something different so there's a grit this, this is, is a at free the salt activities. palace the jam session is gonna be at the salt palace by the way okay yeah that's probably a money thing um just going down let's let's look at the free list probably the things we'll consider checking out i think it's at the salt palace but they're doing things something called the nba crossover hmm um, but that costs money and that's $40 for adults and 20 for kids. And that's I mean, at maybe, the Salt Palace, you know, but I, I wouldn't be opposed to paying for something. I, I'll pay. 
So they got the Grit Rail Jam, the Olympic Legacy Plaza in the Gateway, which is a snowboarding event that's taking place today, Friday. Some amateurs, two to five. And then Saturday, three to six is going to be the professionals. Got entertainment on tracks, which we've mentioned before. We're actually, if you ride tracks, it's free. At, at 3 a.m. on Saturday, you might get to see Nate and I doing a live podcast on tracks at 3 a.m. Yeah. It's, it's like the only slot they had left. So I was like, yeah, sign us up. Oh, sweet. And then, but I think that'd be cool. I want to ride tracks to see what they've got going on. I'm sure they've just hired a bunch of comedians and entertainers throughout Salt Lake. I, I mean, I'm a little offended. They didn't reach out to us. I had to reach out to them, but it's okay. Yeah. There's a pop-up uh, thrift shop. They just did something. Yeah. I saw that news about, that people were lining up for days before it opened to get into it. So I'm not on that list. Kind of sad. Thrift hood. I think they call it thrift hood or something like that. Mm. Sorry. At the thrift store with all the old jazz. Why are you not lined up there right now, Nate? Cause it's this is, freezing this is, cold. This is your thing. Freezing cold. I lined up for the pop-up liquor store. <laughs> yeah. Pop-up liquor store. To get my uh, non-alcoholic wine. Your uh, your zero percent Heineken, yeah, like Paul Rudd. Correct. You got an art thing going on at Central at Galvin Plaza. This is the one I want to check out: the NBA Ice Buckets at Charlie Square, and then I think there's another one at the Gateway as well. I'm pretty sure there's two of them where you can go and do free to play basketball shooting game, all sorts of stuff like that. And then you got lists of. Under 20 bucks stuff. There's things at the Children's Museum, Huntsman Center, G League game. You can go see our all-star practice for 50 bucks. The crossover, as you mentioned, celebrity game, which I, I think is kind of cool because they've got Ryan Smith and Dwayne Wade who are coaching. And I I didn't I don't there's not a there isn't a ton of celebrities that I recognized or was interested in on the teams. I know. But, I don't know how to say that nicely. <laughs> well, I mean, they're celebrities. They're they're gonna play a game, so they're probably not gonna hear this and be offended by it. I know Ozuna, that was one I name I mentioned. Well, yeah, I recognize Pujols. uh Calvin Johnson. Yeah, I don't know. But normally have a bunch of like actors. Right. And- comedic actors and stuff like that and even like justin bieber has played before where's justin bieber yeah and it hasn't what's the short guy kevin kevin hart Hart. he's played before mm-hmm. i think even nashton kuzier has played before adam sandler i think yeah, adam loves basketball yeah get some cool celebrities in there but the fact that it's Dwayne wade and ryan smith coaching i think is adds a little fun element to it makes me a little more interested yeah there's a lot going on i think lots of opportunities to spot celebrities i don't know if if there's a weekend to go to salt lake and get out it's gonna be crazy but now's the time to do it and hopefully we can do that have some something to report back to the people on our experience excited to have all-star game here in salt lake put us on the map because nobody knew where we are now well maybe this is bad because a lot of people have been coming to salt lake and they've realized this is a cool place to be maybe this isn't good 
Maybe it's going to bring more people. I know. It's one and the same thing. People are going to want to stay. And then our houses are just going to keep going up and up in value. And we're never going to be able to afford <laughs> to move. We can't end on a downer. Can't end on a downer. This is a good thing. We want to be on the map. We want... We we might be years away from Utah getting their first championship. This is a legit possibility. And this is just one step towards that. Now they know that we're here. And now they'll add us to the script of teams that could win the championship. Because yeah. NFL's got a script. NBA's got to have one too. Yeah, because you were still too young to remember, to really enjoy, I should say, the run at the finals. I just remember, I've probably said this on the podcast before, but I remember as it was going on, I was in the front yard playing on my little basketball hoop. And Carl's Jr. was the star player in my mind. Because <laughs> I guess I thought that that sounded like a basketball player or... <laughs> I don't know. It was so fun. It was a, those two years were just so fun, so fun. But even the years, a couple years leading up to it, where we got to like the Western Conference Finals, I think that was against the Sonics. Um, just fun, just good, clean fun. Just but good, clean fun. I miss that. I miss that feeling, that excitement. And, that's what and it's hard because we don't Lake. get a lot of opportunities like that because we only have the Jazz and Salt Lake Real. And I can't believe that Real got a championship before the Jazz did. But fingers crossed that maybe in a few years we're doing an episode about the All-Star Game for another major league sport here in Utah. And we'll leave it at that. Or we're covering the championship. And we just or we're covering the championship, championship from uh, some other league. or the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that'll be the next time you hear us talking about the Jazz. Probably not, but either way, hope you guys get out, enjoy some of the festivities, and yeah, it'll be fun to it'll be fun to see us on the big stage this weekend. So if nothing else, tune in to those events and check it out. Thanks for listening to this is the Place Podcast. See you next week. MVPs, you got your wish. 1993 All-Star MVPs, John Stockton and Carl Malone. A Utah Jazz parley. Malone had 28 points, 10 rebounds. Stockton, 15 assists and 7 rebounds. The final goes to the West by 5, 135, 130. For Mike Fratello, Magic Johnson, Steve Jones, and Ahmad Rashad, this is Dick Enberg. This has been a presentation of the NBA on NBC Wayne's World. Yes, next.